welcome to Strengthened by Grace. This is your host, Lori Hartsock. Thank you so much for taking uh, some time out of your day to spend time with me. So today I wanted to talk to you about a message that um, Holy Spirit spontaneously um, gave to me a couple days ago. And, uh, and I think this really resonated with me because I see this a lot more often than not, and I would hope that we as sons and daughters of God would truly um, love the way God loves. And so um, the first scripture that I'm going to go over is 1 Corinthians 27, 27, and this is going to be from the NIV Bible. And it says, now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. So Holy Spirit has always given me the concept that we're almost like a puzzle and we are a piece of the puzzle. We are not necessarily the whole puzzle, but we are the piece, a piece in the puzzle in the body of Christ. We have a part and we have a function. And so this message is going to consist of, are you great or are you good? Now, we unfortunately live in a society where it is extremely, extremely about self. It is extremely narcissistic in its nature. And so I, um, I really want God to bring a revelation of truthfully how we should be living and what does that look like. And so, um, so Holy Spirit said to me, Lori, are you great or are you good? And he said, you know, the essence of children of God living out of greatness or just good is that um, good players make themselves good while great players make those around them better. I'm going to repeat it again because it is that good. Good players make themselves good. Great players make those around them better. And um, and I think about this. So we are sports fanatics. I mean, and Nate's made me more like that just because he can watch ESPN nonstop. It, Jacob, being five years old, rather watch ESPN than watch any cartoons or anything like that. So right now we have a season of... Um, of basketball, right? And so in this, I look at one of my favorite, two of my favorite teams actually are the Clippers because of Kawhi. And then I think he is a very silent, um, his quiet confidence really resonates with me because he doesn't need to speak very much. Like his game speaks for itself. Um, he doesn't have to say, I am this, I am that. It's just, he is like the game that he plays speaks for itself and I just think that is a whole different message on a whole different time but I think that to me is so attractive and then I really like uh, the heat Miami heat because of Jimmy Butler I think he plays hard Um, he plays uh, as a team I mean he is a superstar but he plays like with his heart and passion and they are like the underdogs right and so I I just see that he doesn't make it about himself like maybe other players. Like he really leads his team. Like he makes those around him better. Like and that 
to me, God said, that is greatness. The fact that, you know, you can be good at something with your own abilities, but the fact that you are making others better like Jesus did. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Like that is greatness. And Jesus is the great I am. Like that is one of his uh, facets, personalities and attributes is he says, uh, I am the great I am. And so I think about how Jesus walking as a son of God in this earth didn't make it just he didn't come to this earth to make himself better. You know, he came into this earth with the mentality, the heart posture. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The heart posture of I am going to live out of the greatness of God by making those around me better. You know, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So what does the world look like? Um, I think about Second um, Timothy 3, uh, 2 to 4, and I'm going to read it out of the Amplified, and then I'm also going to read it out of the ESV version. And in the ESV version, it talks about, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure, rather lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power, avoid such people. And then in the Amplified, I mean, that's just super good in itself. In the Amplified version, it talks about for people will be lovers of self, narcissistic, self-focused, lovers of money, impelled by greed, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. And they will be unloving, devoid of natural human affection, callous, and inhumane, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, devoid of self-controlled, intemperate, immoral, brutal, haters of good, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of sensual pleasure, rather lovers of God, holding to a form, form of outward godliness, religion. So they are living out of that, you know, they can make their, I think about the scripture where it says, you know, the the Pharisees and Sadducees, would make themselves look good outwardly. But Jesus said, you know, woe to you who are wolves in sheep's clothing. And so, and here it says, holding to a form of outward godliness, religion, that like that is religion. If, if we have a heart posture of just making ourselves look good from the outside, like that to God is like just a foolishness. And it is like, a heartfelt like wrench that he's like, man, you guys do not get it. And he talks about, although they have denied its power for their conduct, nullifies their claim of faith. So their conduct, uh, their, their outward appearance nullifies the, like it shows God 
thank you, Holy Spirit. It shows God their their heart, their posture, right? And so they may fool other people around around them, but they will not fool Jesus. They will not fool God, right? So we even look at that with David and Saul, where you know um, David was um, being anointed, and um, with the with the prophet that God sent out to to anoint David, like the prophet himself looked at the outward appearance, but God said, I look at the heart. So God is looking at our heart. And I know that I know the Holy Spirit said, Lori, we need to learn how to live from the inside out. Like God is looking at our heart. And one of my prayers, constant prayers, God, search me and know me if there's any wicked thing inside of me that we sons and daughters of God would not be like the Pharisees and Sadducees that we put on a performance, a an outward appearance of godliness, yet our heart is still so evil and proud, right? That people are waiting for the uh, um, authenticity of the sons and daughters living, thank you, Holy Spirit, living from integrity, living from the inside out, that our heart is truly what we're living out, that we're not just saying it or pretending, but that we are sons and daughters of God living with integrity. So with this, um, I just, I ask you that you really um, look at your life Uh, Look at these moments and see, are you a good player? Are you just living a life of narcissism, right? About all about you, all about you. How can I gain more? How can I be more? How can I do more, right? Where God is actually calling us to be great players in this uh, game we call life, right? That we would not only be self-indulgence, like self-seeking, right? But that we would make those around us better and so I think sometimes like we even in social media you know I went back to social media and you know just scrolling I'm just like man like people really love themselves like I get that it says you know love your neighbor as yourself but I mean the fact that there is such narcissistic level of selfies and about me and how can I be more, do more, get more. I mean, that's really, um, you know, in essence of what I see it, I'm like, Jesus, help us, right? Yesterday, the Holy Spirit also said, um, you know, we want to be children of God. Um, The mentality of a slave, the mentality of an orphan is I have to do, do to make myself approved. While the mentality of us, the sons and daughters of God is I'm already approved. I, um, that removes the performance and the selfishness that is inside of us, right? Like Jesus, the son of God demonstrated through the power of the Holy Spirit, how to live a life of selflessness, you know, not selfishness. He didn't go around, um, 
living life out of how can I make myself better. But he laid down his life before us and said, I lay down my life because I know that as I'm laying my, my life down, I am going to make you better. And so to me, that it's just a um, compelling force of love that leads me um Holy Spirit said, you know, let my people know that the activation for this is 1 John 3, 17. And, um, and so I'm going to go ahead and read it. And it says here, you know, but whoever has the world's goods, adequate resources and sees his brother in need, but has no compassion for him. How does the love of God live in him? Let me repeat it again. But whoever has the world's goods, adequate resources, and sees his brother in need, but has no compassion for him, how does the love of God live in him? Little children, believers, dear ones, let us not love merely in theory, with word or with tongue, giving lip service to compassion, but in action and in truth in practice and in sincerity because practical acts of love are more than words practical acts of love are more than words so here we see that god is saying like you who have all these resources all this influence all this whatever god has put you in right what is in your hand like what is in your hand the love of god is not inside of you if you are not willing to lay down your life to make those around you better and so he says here like we are called into practical acts of love that we would not just say love your neighbor as yourself right but that we would love our neighbor our neighbor through our practical acts of service that we would serve each other in love that that is how people will see the love of God inside of us that we would not live as this culture of of this world because we are we we live in the world but we're not out of the world like we are living in the heavenly places and that's where we are residing in you know we live not out of this world but out of a whole different kingdom and so how can we say that we are sons and daughters of God, that every resource that we have is not, is like we are becoming gluttons, to, fully consuming everything that God gives us. We are fully consuming everything that, um, that God allows us to have, you know, and he's saying like, that is not how I've called you to live. I called you to live in a place of selflessness, in a place where you do practical acts of love out of greatness, where you don't only become better, but you make those around you better. And so I, um, I just, you know, I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you remove the spirit of selfishness, Lord. I bind that spirit in Jesus' name, God. I bind the spirit of self, of ego, of narcissism, Lord, that 
it's all about me, 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 what I can do, what I can get, what I can have, Jesus. But I thank you, God, that you can trust us with the resources that you give us, God, that we give more than what we receive, like your simple truth, that it is better to give than to receive Jesus, that you came and you gave your son to us, Lord, and that we would also be that, a cheerful giver, God, that we would not live a life of, of, um, of just more and more and more, God, but that we would live a life of simplicity, that you would see us, that we are faithful, trustworthy children of God, Lord, that every resources you give us, Lord, that we we give it to others, God, as a practical act of love, that it would be a sweet aroma unto you, Jesus. So forgive us, God, for those times we have consumed more than what we have have given Lord I thank you Holy Spirit that we choose joy Jesus we choose joy God Jesus others and then us so Holy Spirit reminded me and I don't know who came up with this but choose joy today and meaning Jesus, others, and then you. So I thank you, Holy Spirit, for dropping uh, names into our hearts that we can reach out to Jesus. Who do you want us to give to, Father, in Jesus' name? Who can we uh, connect with, God, that we would not be intimidated, that we would not be scared, God? I thank you, God, that you give us the spirit of discernment, God. Forgive us for the pride, the arrogance and conceit and the consumption, God, that every resource we use, we use it for ourselves, God. Help us to be children that live out of the greatness, God, of who you are, Lord, that we are great players of this world, Jesus, that people would see us and see that we are making those around us better, Jesus, that we're not living a life of self, God, that we don't pretend to be like the Pharisees, Father, or the Sadducees, God, that we live a form of godliness, but denying the power of of the gospel, God, that people really allow them to see that we're living lives of integrity, God, that we're living lives of, um, of authenticity, Father. I thank you, Jesus, for allowing us. Who do you want us to give to, Father, in Jesus' name, that we would be cheerful givers, Jesus, of every resources that we have, God. I thank you, Jesus, that we are not selfish, but selfless, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.